so two cops pull up and the first thing they get out and they're like, okay, every one of y'all come here. You can't have a fire. You can't be drinking. Uh, the fire department's here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't be drinking in public. Here comes the owner of the hotel. And it's a woman that's probably 35 at the time. And when I tell you, she could have said motherfucking cornbread. Because she come out there and lit into these guys. Yeah. And next thing I know, the fire department's eating with us. The cops are eating with us. <laughs> wow. Nice. And we are back with the Outlaw Way podcast. I'm with the boss, Nacho. I'm Cheeto. And today, we went down south, but went up north at the same time. It's kind of confusing, but it is we go, confusing. we're going to get to cooking because we're cooking with Cajun. How are we doing, brother? We're doing good, man. Audrey's here. We're going to dig into a little bit of the Cajun life and see what it's like to... Got that round. Man's been mobile this weekend, I'll tell y'all what. Where you start? So you're from originally North Arkansas, I know that. Well, originally I'm from South Louisiana. Oh, South Louisiana. We're at in South there? Louisiana. At, around, uh... In the swamp. Yep. Around near Chapalaya Basin. See, what's I could, the, what's I the closest biggest that? city? Biggest city would probably be Baton Rouge. Okay, we're close to Baton Rouge. Now oh. we know where the fuck we're at. Right. That's what I'm talking about. But in the deep swamp. Yeah. You ever kind slap a between, gator in the mouth when you was young? Huh? You ever slap an alligator in the mouth when oh, he was young? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That was yeah. a new, normal Tuesday, yeah. walking to school. <laughs> yeah, slapping them in the mouth was fun. Or oh, Amos. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah, That's we used to walk them, like, you know, put a leash on them. Oh, yeah. I'll see that. Yeah. Pet gator. Yeah. That's yep. the best yard dog I've ever heard of. Yeah. I never had nothing stolen at the house. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> one to the front steps. Uh, Chain him to the front steps. So you're originally, originally from Louisiana, now you're... In North Arkansas. North Arkansas. The better state. God's country. I've just about got rid of my web feet. So you're actually in the Ozarks. (laughs) I am in the Ozarks, yep. Yep. You leave my driveway, you turn right or left, you go downhill either way. (laughs) Now, what I found interesting, you see his videos, he's all roughing it out there, cooking with coal and putting it around the cast iron pots. But you live pretty rough, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we live exactly the way they see it. Uh. But we, we tell people this all the time. We don't have a well. We don't have city water. We, we catch rainwater, and we filter it and process it ourselves. Well, how often does it fucking rain? Living off the grid, huh? Yeah. Do you have city water no. at all? You have well water? No. Nothing. That's what he said. Just rainwater. I mean, that's it. Do you have power? Yes. Is there a so creek you do have or something close by? No, uh, 10, well, 12 miles. 12 miles, there's a spring. Hop, skip, and a jump for a mountain man. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That so how are you washing right clothes or, or any of that stuff? So, so the way it's set up is we, we built, I, I wouldn't even say a house. We built our living quarters. Oh, you might quarters. get a little bit. <clears throat> we built the living quarters, and we built a small shed outside. And I've got a 300-gallon water tank. Mm-hmm. 
And as you process water, we have bigger holding tanks outside that catch rainwater and so forth. We filter it and put it in this. Okay, so you're not you're not putting cups outside on the back porch when it rains. You actually got some kind of system. Well, I mean, if I just want a glass of water, I might. But <laughs> Wait for a bird to piss for a refresher. Yeah. So basically a big tank, it rains, fills yeah. up. So I would assume maybe the roof directs water into these tanks? Yeah, we have, you know. Uh, so how often do you have to go to town and get water because we're in a drought or it didn't rain or – well, he wouldn't go to town. He'd go to a creek. Yeah. I, we we probably haul water in about twice a year. Huh. And and most of the time, the reason we haul water in is not because we didn't get rain. It's because the pollen is starting to fall in the spring. Oh. And it is super, super hard to filter the pollen out and not ruin a, a filter system pretty quick. Yeah, but what I'm hearing is free water. Like, we're not having a water bill no more. That's what I'm saying. So no I water. might come for you. We might calm down a little bit. Yeah. What, what, what's a water bill? Exactly. See, so, that, pretty much. That's a logical Well, at like the same thing. time, I don't have city water at my place. We have a oh, well. Oh, you got a well. So, I still well. have, I don't pay a water bill, right. but, well, yeah, but, but you, I do have water You pay all a maintenance time. bill, though. You got to have somebody fix that all the time. This deal, God just you turns your water I, on. You, know, you can't find anybody to fix it. You got to. Fix it yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, though, lights go out. You just light a candle and keep on trucking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You Cat Williams. That I mean, that's <laughs> you. Like, you just roll on. Yeah, we but got, we, I got we 12 got, candles. I've been waiting to light. But, like, he didn't describe it as a house. He said his living quarters. Yeah. So I would assume when you have that small living quarters, you can heat that dude with a candle. Uh, just about. We do have a fireplace. But we put a, uh, we put a fireplace in. Like I said, we built everything we've got there. You know, we actually built two fireplaces, the one we heat the house with and the one we cook with. But you're building a house, correct? Or we a are, dwelling? We are building a house, yeah. How far are you on that? Well, ironically, I've got the kitchen and the pantry built. Imagine that. <laughs> so this built is Sunday. Built the kitchen, and now we're going to build a house around the kitchen. Exactly. That's yes. exactly what we're doing. So this is Sunday, and normally... Around this time, I don't have my phone. Covers all those cameras. Around this time, you're going live every Sunday, and you're cooking. So, obviously, you're not cooking, and I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't bring. Well, we're cooking conversation today. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed you didn't bring no cornbread with you, our motherfucking cornbread with you. But I know, I just assumed from from him showing up, I mean, you just think he's got motherfucking cornbread in his pocket Oh, I thought it was going to be like a bread truck and (laughs) corn. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'm hungry. As soon as I see him, I was really hungry. Because you know what? So, if y'all don't know... Cookman Kitchen cooks some just absolutely fucking amazing food. And the crazy thing is, when I'm watching his lives of him cooking this awesome fucking food, like I'm standing by my microwave watching my ramen noodles go around. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's some good shit right there, boy. Like, I'll be in there, with, I'll be in there with my fucking uh, hot sauce, the throwing it yeah. in the noodles. I'm like, motherfucking cornbread. Just imagining some red beans and rice. Well, from the last yeah. two or three episodes that we've done, Mud Nats, I'm, there's more stuff I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to my JTX stuff on my bike. I'm looking forward to raising my bike a little bit. I'm looking forward to I'm the glow plugs that this Brittany point. was talking about. We're going to find these glow plugs. But now, is this motherfucking cornbread. cornbread. I want to taste this cornbread. Hey, we're going to look, we're going to bring cornmeal in by the buckets. I mean, we're going to bring buckets. Yeah, my wife is yes. ecstatic to cook with you, so. That's going to be a good time. That's so what are we doing? Time. We're doing red beans and rice. What did y'all beans land on? Red beans and rice and motherfucking cornbread. And I think it's going to be pretty nice. Oh, is somebody uh, talking about me over there? <laughs> no, you know, and <clears throat> you, you know, y- y'all all know how we, you know, I've, I've 
Rick and I have followed each other a long time. For a long time. And cooking is something I just love doing. But yeah. there's nothing better than cooking for good people. Well, let's back up a little bit and talk about the cooking. So how did you get started where you developed the love for cooking? Ooh. Uh, we're going to go back to when I was about five years old. That's all right. 1908. We done been back. We done <laughs> been back. Yeah, let's, yeah, we let's done been back a back. bunch on the Kia, so we're good. Hey. They rag me about being old. He is old. It's, he's old. She's actually like older now. He ain't huh? even. What see what's fucked up? See, he ain't old, but he acts like he is. But like, this motherfucker that's walking here like, that's my yeah. That's my maturity. morning. Got <laughs> run over by my 11th cow. And, <laughs> you know, just, and they're probably both older than me. Now we got to find out. How old are you? No, uh, you got to tell me what you think. I, you take a guess. If you take the beard off, 44. I'm thinking mid 50s. I think mid 50s. Mid 50s. Y'all close. 55 or so. 50, I'll be 52 next month. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look terrible, Audrey. Yeah. You're, you're almost <laughs> you're almost as old as Nikita. Hey, and I've actually looked better now since I don't pipeline anymore. Oh, it's the gray. It's what it yeah. is. It's the gray hair. I'm telling you. <laughs> All that work leaves scars. Oh, uh, you telling me? No, it's, it's so tell us about the cooking. How do we get into the cooking? So tired. How'd you get your love for cooking? Well, so I lived my, my dad. You know, of course, my grandmother was born in 1910, and. You know, so she loved to cook like all, all people did back then. She was home all the time, and my dad loved to cook. And I was the youngest of seven, so, of course, I got spoiled like nobody else. <laughs> and I was the only son, so. Oh, you were oh, yeah. top tier there, baby. That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. I mean, I've tore up more shit than most people would be allowed to live through, <laughs> and I've only got whipped twice. Wow. Uh, but my dad, he every Sunday or so, he loved to get out and take the family. We'd cook. And he loved cooking the old-fashioned way. And so it was a big passion to just spend time with him. And mm -hmm. uh, in doing that, then, of course, he passed away when I was 11. Well, most of my siblings moved off because there was a pretty good gap between me and me and them. I was the only child. With Viagra. They, they came out with Viagra. Uh, no, not back then they didn't. Yeah. Cialis. That they was pretty interesting because he told me earlier, but you was one of seven siblings? Seven, but everybody had the a bunch only of, boy though. Everybody the had a bunch only, of boys and girls back well, then. The well, they didn't have boy. cable. Yeah, they didn't have cable or satellite back then. Well, they got yeah. six. There, there was sisters. seven. I know you got your ass whooped. Look, there was seven, <laughs> and I always I always tell people this. My mom was married, and my dad was married before they got married. Yeah. My mom had three kids. My dad had three kids. The Brady bunch. Well, my dad, my mom had four kids. My dad had four kids. There were seven of us. Huh. So they had one together. So your together. daddy was a kid, too. <laughs> no, they it. had one together. Yeah. Oh, shit fire. Shit fire. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Fucking back. So that was that you. That was the big thing, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was the big thing. You ate, worked, and fuck, that was it. You didn't have Barney or, or Andy Griffith <laughs> or nothing to fucking do. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to get out of the work part of that whole scenario right now. <laughs> oh, it's coming, brother. It's coming. Your popularity is growing. I'm fine with you. the other two, the cooking and fucking. We stay okay. with that. We, we got that right. I'll tell you what, though. I think uh, my stepdad's mom, she was one of 16 siblings. Yeah. And then, like, uh, my mom's dad, he was one of. 14, like they just, oh, you that was just, they just had kids, man. You, you know, know, one of the weirdest things we're talking about back in that time, you know, everybody had a large family. My dad was an only child. 
Wow. Really? Yeah. That's that's rare, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm an only child. Are you? Mm. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I got a stepsister, but he's not an only child. <laughs> I got a stepsister, but I'm the only, only blood child. Yeah, I got a, I got so many stepsisters and stepbrothers, adopted sisters, adopted brothers. There's like there's twelve of us all together. But it's like fuck. So are you still uh, talking to your sisters and? I mean, I don't, it's not that we don't talk, but do you live near any of them? No. Oh, so they're all still no. down south. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any of my siblings uh, since my wife, my my wife, my mom passed away uh, four, six years ago. Damn. Yeah. I'm a bad. I hadn't seen my stepbrother in like seven years. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. I don't and he see lives my eight miles from my house. Yeah, <laughs> so I see him when he passes. I'm like, how you doing? Yeah. Like, shit. I'm no, too I damn mean, busy. I, I never was. I'm not gonna say I wasn't close to my family at an early. Well, you age. were younger. Yeah. I was younger and at an early age, uh, I, I'd come home from school and I'd cook because my mom was working. Yeah. And that always fed on the fact that I loved to cook. And then when I got to the workforce, as something I know John Michael can relate to, we work pipeline, which is like working yeah, we, plants. We don't eat. We're, we're not going to. Me and the kids. Yeah, don't y'all eat. are fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, what yeah. I'm saying is you travel your whole life. Yeah. And you're cooking a lot of parking lots. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. A lot. And, and that became a big thing as we worked pipeline. Well, you mm-hmm. were lucky if you were off on Sundays. Yeah. So every Sunday, I we'd tote cast iron yeah. all over the place, and I'd get out in the campground, and we'd build a fire, and I'd cook, you know, five or six pots of food, and people would just come over and eat. And I always just enjoyed doing that. And I always mm-hmm. told her, I said, the only thing I love more than cooking is watching people eat what I cook. Yeah, we're going to get a bunch well, of that at Nats. You eat so. a lot of grilled food on the road, too. <clears throat> grilled yeah, food, yeah. cooked food over fire. Yep. I mean, talk, I'm talking about. We're going to cook yeah, a bunch of a food lot. and see people just come in from every direction to enjoy that food. When that wind <clears throat> kicks up and people start smelling it, Ooh, that's yes, when sir. it gets good. I, I yes, went sir. and did a job over in Torrance, California. Can you imagine I'm this sorry. in oh, California? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I worked out there a good bit. I was not for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I cooked in the parking lot of the hotel. And, yeah. And it was right next to the fire department. And uh, we started cooking, and after about an hour, two cop cars pull up. And, of course, we're having some adult beverages. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Got to stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hot in California. Yeah. I, needed, uh, I needed the sodium is what I was. Oh, of course. Yeah. But so two cops pull up, and the first thing they get out, and they're like, okay, every one of y'all come here. You can't have a fire. You can't be drinking. Uh, the fire department's here. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't be drinking in public. Here comes the owner of the hotel, and it's a woman that's probably 35 at the time. And when I tell you, she could have said motherfucking cornbread. Because <laughs> she come out there and lit into these guys. Yeah. And next thing I know, the fire department's eating with us. The cops are eating with us. <laughs> wow. Nice. Well, it is something totally different when you're cooking on cast iron. That is not oh, That is not. And like then another element food. is open fire. It's so, a different type of food. Yeah. My, my grandfather... Every time we'd go over to his house for family get-together or anything, he was always the guy had the huge cast-iron round-bottom pots. He was cooking chitlins or uh, pig skins. or There was always something going on that was out of the, the norm. Yeah. You know? So that's something going back for me. It reminds me of my grandfather and how that he sounds used to pretty cook. normal. <laughs> how, well, my wife cooks yeah. a crap ton <laughs> in cast-iron, but it's on the stove. 
But from watching your videos and kind of, I mean, every Sunday I'm tuning in, I want to build a like a fire outdoor fire, yeah. fire pit thing and let her go crazy outside because that's, that's kind of what, what I it was tastes like to, inside. Oh, gotta be it, bad outside. It really makes you want to just get oh, out yeah. there and do it. You know, throw yeah. some logs up and a little roof. And I want to do a video of me tying a chain around the uh, stove and ripping it out the wall. I have uh, during the summer when it's really nice outside, when I have big parties in my house, I have a big metal huge fire pit that's raised up off the ground. And I have the swinging grate that goes out over. Yeah, that's where I grill at during the summer. Yeah. So it steaks, chicken, Sound whatever. Like it's got to be an art, though, right? Yeah, it's got yeah. to be an art of cooking open fire on the coals. You fuck up fast. I mean, it. Yeah. Man, it's yeah. like when he was showing his cornbread the other day in the Dutch oven. You didn't. He didn't put any fire coals underneath the the Dutch oven. You yeah, know? Very it, it's knowing those things. Throw some he coals had a bunch around on top, it, though, so had that it cooks at the right you, speed. You put a lot on. You put more on top. And it depends on what pot you're using. I do have some Dutch ovens that are, say, three inches. I mm -hmm. have some that are six inches. And then I do it in a regular skillet. And so the skillet, when you put a lid on a skillet, it's basically almost touching the cornbread. Yeah. So it takes a lot less heat. Because it's right there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the bottom part where I think a lot of people do mess up with fire, with coals, with cornbread or any kind of dessert, in a sense, is you don't want heat underneath the pot. Yeah. Because you want it on the outer edge, hmm. and it'll heat the, the side and the bottom will cook equally. But if you put one right underneath, it's going to overcook right where that cold is uh, setting. Wow. I can see that, though. I can just I hear my wife going, he's right, he's right. Yeah. I, I think, I think I'm going to set me up a spot and go live with him. And, and try to years you try to fuck copy try to copy what he's doing. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty damn funny because yeah. I bet you might be outside of Rachel Ray in a wood he'd, block. He'd open his lid and <laughs> look fucking absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's just some black oh, he, burnt he, shit. He did, he did the other day. The other day yes. he flopped his uh, skillet over and just dropped a whole thing of cornbread in his hand and flopped it back in. Hell, I can't even do, can do that in the oven. I can't do that in the oven. The last time I tried to flop something out of pan, that shit didn't go like what, that. I, I think on, if you're for it, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to set something up, try to copy his ass on a live. We're going to get a lot work. of laughs on my part. Hey, we'll just Fucking do it, it on Zoom first. Yeah. <laughs> Train you up. I'll tell you what, though. I, when I cook on fire during the summer, grilling, just grilling, that's it. I have dehydrated a lot of fucking chicken. Yeah. When I say dehydrated, <laughs> yeah. I'm so what, dehydrated. what is your favorite, all-time favorite thing to cook outside? If you could cook anything at all, what is your favorite absolute thing to cook? Oh, this is a silent Fuck. moment. You got yeah, he had to think you hard. Think Man, hard. I, I mean, full meal. My, my, minus the motherfucking corn. Well, I was gonna say full meal. Uh, Man, I love squirrel. I love ducks. I love deer. I love wild game. Mm -hmm. That to me is one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. But if I had to cook one meal that I could only cook. It, it would probably be a squirrel or a rabbit in a gravy. Uh, oh yeah, with some with some collard greens. You know, and, and over rice or mashed potatoes. And some rice. Oh, going over rice. Yeah, and then a big big pan of motherfucking cornbread. I'm, so I'm, I'm a mashed, hungry. I'm a mashed guy. I like it the meat and the gravy over mashed more than I do rice. My wife's a rice person, so. But just like with him. There. I I have to have bread with every meal. Yeah, me too. I've got to have meat. And yeah. I got to have bread. I got to have meat. But I'm a big have potato bread. guy. Like I'd eat a potato out of a fucking dish if I was hungry. Yeah, like I love I potatoes. I have to have meat. I can't eat without it, meat, but I can do it without the bread. See, right. I mean, even even being a Cajun, you know, everybody's, you know, we think we 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 eat rice with everything, and well, for the most part, we do. But at the same time, I'm I'm a lot in the sense of what you're talking about. Angel and I are the same way. If I cook pork meat in a gravy. 
I've got to have potatoes. Yeah. I've got to have mashed potatoes or something. Chicken meat, beef meat, chicken, deer meat, weenie chicken, meat, we do potted meat. I got to have mashed potatoes. I go through phases. Most of the time it would be potatoes, but then all of a sudden I'll get into a rice mood and for a month or two I'll have rice with uh, everything. Now if I'm in a Thai mood or, or like a Asian fusion mood, we're doing Rawls or we're in Vegas or something like that, yeah, I'll do the eating. rice. I'll, the <laughs> rice and, and soy, stuff like that, but... If we're like down home cooking and we got deer meat and we got gravies and we got creoles and all that, slap me some mashed potatoes on that. That's, that's me too. Like if I'm going to eat rice, it's going to be red beans and rice or yeah. spicy rice or um, at a Chinese place, right. I'm getting Chinese rice or right. I'm at a Mexican joint yeah. and I'm getting Mexican, Mexican rice. rice. You know, Just but, regular rice? I don't want Yeah, that. but southern home cooked food, mashed if potatoes. it ain't red beans and rice or um, something like that. You can put my red beans and rice mashed on potatoes. my mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. it's mashed potatoes. What do you get when you go to Popeyes? Ribbies and rice and mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. Popeyes, <clears throat> hands down, without a doubt, to me, red beans and rice because it's the same every time but I they go. And you it. get it whenever you want. They changed yeah. it because when I was younger, we didn't, Popeyes was only in Louisiana. And forty years ago. No, it wasn't that long. It was only in Louisiana. So every time we came through Louisiana, that was my number one thing: go get red beans and rice. Yeah. And then they started kind of branching out. They got some in Texas, some other places. And then when I moved over here and it was readily available, mm -hmm. there's something different. I don't know if it's this one location. You've just had good red beans and rice now, probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's about my wife, yeah. Well, that's probably what it is, is now you know it can be so much better. Yeah. That's that, what it is. That regular shit that you're getting at Popeyes ain't good no more. But uh, to me, sweetheart, you are the reason why I don't like it Popeyes. Is. Huh. But, but it's difficult to go eat anywhere when you're with a good southern woman that cooks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's very difficult to go to any restaurant. So they do you have they a don't problem? Season anything? Uh, Does your wife Aud cook? Audrey's Does wife. She... Do you have a problem with eating anywhere else? It's because you've ate his cooking. Yeah. I, I mean, does, does your wife cook? I mean, yeah, because I actually, feel like you cook every day. <laughs> she when I pipeline, she cooked. Yeah. She cooked seven days a week. And she raised two kids. She cooked. She stayed in a camper or a travel trailer. <clears throat> and when she we, had the real job. Yeah, she did. And when we quit traveling, as I said, I would cook on Sundays. That was my day to cook. Yeah. And when we quit you traveling, cooked so one, much. One of the Sunday. first things I told them when we quit traveling was I said, "I'll I'll build a house. I'll I'll build everything we need. I'll mill the lumber, but I want to cook every day." Yeah. Because it's something I'd love, I always loved doing, and I hated that I couldn't do it. And so you just stepped back and said, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I probably, she's had no problem with it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the big thing is, though, like when you do a video, I mean, and I watch what you're cooking, like you're not cooking a meal. Like you're cooking a fucking buffet-sized <laughs> meal yeah. every time you cook. Like there's so much food when you cook that you could feed six, seven people that one meal. I'm very, I'm very ADHD. So one or two pots would just drive me crazy because I'd stirred the bottom out of them. <laughs> I can see that. You just got to have all kinds of shit yeah. going on. Yeah, I've got to have way that. more hey, shit I, than I can do. I'm like that too, though. If if my life is not completely and totally chaotic and I don't know what the fuck's nope. going on 100% of no. the time, I'm not happy. Yeah, I think I create I chaos. I could just be rolling. Yeah. I, yeah. I guarantee you the reckless, the most reckless I've been in life is not having nothing to do. Yeah. But when we quit pipeline and I took a year off, I didn't go to work, didn't have a job, just... You're I went to town. I went to town twice in a year. <laughs> Never left my land for a year. Damn. Except twice. Well, mine is I always but, create things. Like I, I put so much pressure on myself. 
and I wait till everything's piled on before I do it. Right. I procrastinate until it's really right there, and then I get everything done. I just work better that way. That's I what I like to do, though, too. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, I've got more projects right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be dead before they're done. <laughs> hey, <laughs> big list. Got to have a big list. Hey, I'd say, and it's if like, you don't have a list like that, then honestly, what's the point? No, You know, I mean, like, you got to have something to – Something to do. If, so, I, if I went home and didn't have shit to do, I don't know what the fuck would happen. We know about the motherfucking cornbread, but the other day, you had some motherfucking biscuits. Now, what's up with these motherfucking biscuits? Well, I was going to bring this up a minute ago. We was talking about pie pies. Yeah. Growing up, that was my favorite biscuit in the world. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, and, and then I started making biscuits in cast iron, and I swear I cannot eat a Popeye's biscuit again. I, you, Popeye's the biscuits, biscuits I saw, I throw rocks at Popeye's biscuits. The Popeye's biscuits to me aren't that great, but they're the second best fast food biscuit. You ever had Chester's chicken? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. honey yes. biscuits, boy. Uh, mother. See, here's yeah, the thing right, for me. Yeah. Right there. The, the thing for me growing up, my mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother, my aunt, like just about every female would make homemade biscuits. Yeah. All the time. Now my wife does it, but outside of her, there are no more homemade biscuits. No. no. So when I'm flipping through TikTok and I see him and I go live and I'm watching him and he throws out a pan of homemade biscuits, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to drive to Arkansas. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, good God. What most people don't see, though, the, the biscuits are, are wonderful. But she makes all the jellies and jams. Oh, there we go. There you go. Uh-huh. Homemade well, jelly and jam is on a whole different fucking level yeah. than store-bought. Yeah. And I don't think... I. I really feel bad for people too who have never just had oh, real honey. Oh had, man! Oh man! All right, we're twenty-four oh. minutes in. Let's load the fuck up. Let's go. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, let's go. we're going to Yaleville, baby. I'll tell you what. This oh, we one, just this, go to the house and cook out here. Yeah. This whole thing's just turned into food, honestly. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, it's those little people that sit on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere that sell random shit, pull over. Yes, sir. Because yes, that shit right there will be the best shit you've ever But they ever usually had. only sell like tomatoes or something. That would be the no, best fucking tomato you've ever had, boy. There's a lot of jellies <laughs> and jams. And well, yeah, I get that. There's yeah. a, uh, I'm going to need some of that jelly and jam, though. There's this one guy, when I, when I leave my house in South Arkansas and I go to Panama City Beach, Florida, whatever way I'm taking, I don't know where it is. Alabama. There's this guy Gotta on the be. side of the road. And he just he's he's there every time. We, we go to Florida to see the granddaughter, and we go through Alabama. Yeah. And in the middle of like the smallest town that nobody will ever find. Yeah. Boaz. There's a guy sits on the side of the road in a little wood. Yeah. yeah shack yeah. on like there's road here, road here, yeah. and the fucking median and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he sells like jellies and everything. Yeah. And everything. Oh, we stop. So we stop at this one guy every single time we go, and we just get. I mean, Strawberry jam, just fucking regular grape jelly. We get uh, what else we get? Why did you emphasize jelly? <laughs> well, because there's jelly? Different, there is a difference between jelly and jam. He got some jelly. The yeah. dude's getting hungry. I'm man. fucking hungry, yeah. man. He's he, getting hungry. He, I ain't promise you. He's thinking about them fucking biscuits. I am. Yeah, well, we already we mentioned it a little bit, but the the part that I'm most amazed by is cooking over a fire and baking. Like biscuits and cornbread, and actually baking yeah. over a fire—it's different. That it's is, different for sure. you got years of experience, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and there is, there are, yeah. there are small methods that might not work for everybody, but they do work. And there's, uh, don't give away the secrets now. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, that's probably. I believe me, there's a lot more to it. But what a lot of people don't know is, if you set a bed of coals out, you're gonna put a pot on top. If you put your hand, the height your pot's gonna be at. 
And you, if you can count to five before you've got to move your hand, it's about 350 degrees. Really? If if you hold your hand less, as soon as I get home, thirty degree burns. Wow! wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> soon as I get home, one, two, three, four, five. Alexa, <laughs> write that shit down. Not, no, no. <laughs> hey, if you if you overdo it, burn right. yourself. It might be five hundred degrees. All right, we got I'm we got three fifty. I'm learning. We got three fifty. What's four hundred? Seven seconds? No, four hundred would be about four seconds. Write it down. So you have done this <laughs> enough. Down, write it down. You can build a bed of coals. Put your hand over it. And tell me how hot it Pretty is. Pretty close. Is there anything have you ever else? tested yourself? Is there you ever, anything else you whip out and put over the fire to no. test anything? Okay, huh. making sure, making sure. Have you, you ever, never know. Have you ever tested it with like <laughs> yeah. a, therm yeah, a thermometer? That's, that's how, how close are you? Ah, within fifty degrees. That's oh. close enough. Shit, that's, that's what my oven good. is. Yeah. And my oven's as old as I am. That motherfucker just turns on and does well, its best. Okay. <laughs> we don't even have an oven, but when we did, yeah, when we did have an oven, it saved bake on three fifty. We'd have to bake everything on four fifty because our oven wasn't. Fucking normal, I guess. That's what. Well, that's why mine is. Yeah. That's what mine is. We well, just I turn keep, that bitch on and gets hot. And we check it every thirty that, minutes. So, so cooking with coals is no different than cooking with your oven. Really? Yeah, you had to figure out three fifty wasn't enough. Yeah. So you went to four fifty. Now you put coals. So basically, you build coals. You put food on it and you just watch it for a little bit. And if it's not cooking fast enough, you make shit hotter. Right. So drop, and, you, and drop your pan closer. Drop it, okay. And, and that's ninety percent. That's ninety percent of cooking with coals. Really? It's, it's allowing yourself to be able to take heat away or add heat at any now, time. Now, are you using something specific for these coals, or are you just anything? No, I, oak. oak. I, usually I don't use anything but red oak and white oak. Okay. No, well, I, I keep talking go. about the impressiveness of cook, baking over open coals or whatever, but what, in your opinion, is the most difficult thing to cook over coals or a, a cake? Fire? Because it's got to be fluffy, I guess. So well, it is got to cook at a certain speed, or you'll overcook mm, like certain certain certain, uh, certain ingredients will outcook others, huh. and then it'll change the texture. What about pie? So, uh, pie I love cooking pies. I figured the pie'd be pretty easy though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's not too bad. I always put a. Uh, so are, the crust you, are you just reheating a pie, or are you making a homemade pie? No, I've made. Uh, we've made. Homemade uh, apple pie on there. Oh, okay, well, I had to challenge you then. We're, we're going to mud gnats. We're doing red beans and rice. I'm doing that motherfucking cornbread, but we're going to have to make an apple pie. Oh, yeah, ain't no problem. Yeah. You got to ma make my crust. We're going to make an apple pie for me, and then we're, we're going to let him look at it. I'm, nah, I, make, I make a homemade crust. I make my crust the day before. Well, you just Ooh. leave me a list wow. before you leave today, and I'm going to make sure you get all the ingredients. And I want to learn how to cook this apple pie. But you can't go to Walmart because you know apples. it's good. You know no, it's good as no, fuck. No, no, I ain't going to Walmart. I buy apples in the, you know, I buy bushels. Yes. And then we cut them, we cook them down, we get everything, and then we we put them in jars and can it. And we probably got, I don't know, we probably got a hundred quart jars of apple filling. <laughs> okay, so I don't have to get apple filling. We got that figured out. Yeah, you got that right. I, I got that. You got that. You know it's gonna be fucking good. Oh man, it's gonna be good. Gonna be good. I can't wait. I don't know, that, but so. When you cook outside, you got your cooking area set up. Is it attached to the house or just next to the house? Or it's, it's coming straight off my pantry. Gotcha. So, I mean, when it rains, you mean you still cook? Yeah. Everything like that. When it's cold as fuck, or, or still when cook. it's cold as fuck, I'm not. I have. I'm still like this because I'm sitting on top of the fire. Yeah. She's over there. Three and she's jackets. She's got on seven jackets, three <laughs> blankets. So her up. trying to film it is the one that's freezing. Yeah. 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 So and, tell me the deer hunting story because I got a piece of it on uh, one of your lives. Oh, yeah. I think I know the story you're talking about. <laughs> the, the one where we were live. And uh, mm -hmm. I, yeah, so 
you know, we, we live, we live, you know, a quarter mile or so off the highway. So to me, I, I in look the country. At, yeah. yeah. I, I look at it. In the I look at it as, you know, we, we don't, we try not to ever go buy meat. Right. We raise pigs, we raise chickens, turkeys, rabbits. Uh, and we you got always, a regular old zoo in that summit, right? Yeah, and we always raise the extra pig so I can bring it to a guy down the road, and he swaps me pound for pound beef meat for a pig. Oh, that's a good trade. All. That's a good trade. Yeah, that, so, that's why PBR is not the pork of beers. Pork is – PBR is the best beer no. they ever made. Oh, my God. I'm a big PBR. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. He drinks the cheapest beer on the planet. PBR is not the cheapest beer on the planet. It's the best beer on the planet. No, I, I will say the worst beer in the, the worst beer on the planet has got to be Milwaukee's best. I like Milwaukee's best. Yeah, you Milwaukee's oh not a bad beer. Like, I like Milwaukee's best. Man, Milwaukee already right. told you no on the tools, so you can drop he, the beer. He's definitely not going to eat with us because he ain't got no fucking taste buds. <laughs> he ain't got buds. taste buds. I love it. So you're swapping it. the pig for the beef. Yeah. So anyway, so we don't, we don't, we're trying not to go get stuff. You know, we try to raise everything, hunt. Hunt, we hunt for a lot of food. Right. Mm. Uh, so we're live one day, and she looks up at me because she's, she's behind the camera, and she looks up at me, and she just kind of points out. And, I mean, I'm sitting here cooking, and I look over, and there's like four deer, and they're like 50 yards behind where I'm cooking. Yeah, and perfect just, distance. Yeah, and they're just coming across the back of the land, so – I just kind of stepped out of the camera in a sense, and I just said, hey, I'll be back in a second. So I go inside, and I get my rifle. And it didn't dawn on me that the sound would really pick up that well <laughs> uh, on, on camera. And so I just lean out, and I shoot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was loud. How many did you get? Uh, just the one. Just one. Like what would you, you tell TikTok? We got a brown coat. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, though. That's good shit. But that's I good had, shit. What was bad is I shot it, forgot plum, like, not say forgot about the live, but I shot it, and then instantly in my mind, okay, I've got to go get it. I've got to hang it up. I've got to gut it. Yeah. So but I'm still got to cook. I, I'm doing all this and dragging it, like, behind the scene <laughs> so yeah. it's not on film. Yeah. I hang it up, and I'm the whole time I'm hanging it up, I hang my deer almost right behind where I cook. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh shit! I hope this is not on there because we're we're definitely getting banned if this goes yeah. out. But you didn't get yeah. banned for it though. You got no, through. I didn't get banned. And you just talked to him the whole time while he's taking care of the deer. Everybody knew what happened, and they were like, "What was that?" So, oh, a uh, brown coat just trespassed on my property. Yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> oh, that's good yeah, shit though. That's, that's good, good stuff. But, but the following Sunday, we had backstrap. Oh, hey. convenient, <laughs> convenient. That's what I'm talking about. There, I so had you got turkeys. Right then. You got turkeys, chickens. You got egg laying. Yeah. Also, and, and then, we do raise we, we raise meat birds in the in the spring. Yeah. Six eight weeks, and then we put them in the freezer. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're short term pets. Oh yeah. So we've we've hit on <clears throat> the fact that you don't have a well, you don't have actual running water. So y'all pretty much just moved out in nowhere. Yeah. What was there? Everybody, when you started? everybody Trees. I know, <laughs> everybody I know wonders this. At what moment? Do you decide and what causes you to decide, I'm going to sell everything, I'm going to leave this hectic, busy-ass life, and I'm going to move out in the middle of the Ozarks and rest? And what, what brings that on? In my mind, it's the same as we were talking earlier, just a jump. And it's just a different kind of jump. But Yeah. I bet the, the amount it, of just, it, just the pace, you know, just yeah, so it, calm. It, for me, it began when I was about five years old. 
mentally, that's about when I knew I wanted to get out and live in in the woods. And, and of course, as a kid and even as a young adult, that's kind mm-hmm. of a dream. And you think you want it. And yeah. A lot of people do it and then realize they don't want it. They come back. They come yeah. back. But for me, it was more so the uh, – I, we worked, uh, we, we've all worked around people, every one of us. Everybody yeah. watching has worked around a group of people, and there's the guy that's 60, 65 years old, and all he talks about is, oh, man, one day I can't wait to Move just to stay home yeah. and have a garden and raise some animals and just yep. live life, and next week he's dead on the job. Yeah. Yep. I don't mind staying at home. And, I don't mind never, and I've working, but I'm going to stay moving. They never did fulfill their dreams. And, and mm. I've watched throughout my career working pipeline. I I mean, I know y'all did an episode about accidents on jobs and stuff. And uh, when y'all when I watched that, that podcast, one of the first things that came back to me is I got out of pipeline and at like 47 years old, 45. Yeah. And I, I, I've probably seen 200 people either die from natural causes, heart attacks, whatever. Yeah. And or get killed in our job. And for me, the business we were in, I, I've always told her from day one, I've always told her one day I'm going to drag you out in the middle of the woods somewhere and we're going <laughs> to live there. And yeah. she'd always say, yeah, OK, OK, OK. Well, I finished a job, at, you know, as a superintendent, I finished a job and literally turned my truck my phone, my internet, everything I had, I turned into the company and said, I'm done. So fuck y'all deuces. And we parked, a, we parked a travel trailer on the front of our property. Cause there wasn't even a place to get in. <laughs> and I just went to cutting with a chainsaw, building a road. Bought a so do you, are you still in the travel trailer? No, no. We, we, we put a, a Kwanzaa hut, like a metal, no frame building. Yeah. Okay. We put one up on a slab. That's better than the, the camper. Oh, well, it what is was, now. Well, what it he was getting now. to is when he done that, he bought a sawmill, started sawing up trees. That's what yeah. we live in now. Yeah. Right. They framed it up and, and built it yeah. out of trees off the property. But the, okay. the whole inside is, you know, it does have concrete floors. Mm-hmm. And the first year, I, I, I don't think I've ever told this story, but the first year we lived there, we, we didn't have the camp anymore. <laughs> we got rid of the camp. You know, well, we got this, we got a building. Yeah. No insulation. <laughs> metal yeah. building. We stick a bed in there. Still don't have a full functional kitchen or nothing. Yeah. So at that point, did Angel at think you was absolutely crazy? My wife crazy? no longer wanted to be my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be a five-year plan. Five, five months. Five months. Yeah, I, I yeah. cut it down. It a took bit. me a lot. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Time. We're but, not ready to be here yet, but yeah. we're here anyway. So we, we've got this building, a bed, a partial kitchen, and a fireplace. Yeah. I burnt every piece of fucking wood I could find to oh, stay yeah. warm that, that winter. <laughs> yeah. I you mean, got some insulation yeah. spring, huh? Oh, come spring, man. We insulated, wired everything. We put rough cut. We framed everything, and we put a cathedral ceiling. Yeah, no, we, I mean, now You're we can get now. through on, like, it, it'll be, it was, what, 20 below zero a few weeks ago, and, uh, you know, we burned, like, maybe 25 pieces of wood. Oh, you yeah. got to go. Yeah. You're well insulated yeah. then. yeah. Yeah, I think, see, I have a fireplace, open fire fireplace in my house, two-story, but I have a fan inlet right beside my fireplace. Mm-hmm. So when we build a fire, we don't have to turn our heater on. Nope. Because it, it blows through the whole house. Fireplace can heat up an area very fucking fast. So let me tell yeah, you. Especially if you have an insert. 
Like yes. my house has an insert that has the blowers on it. Right. Yep. I can. Well, I'll let me tell you what we're. Yep. Let me tell you what I'm working on building right now, which is kind of odd to a lot of people. So on the house we're building, we'll have a fireplace inside, and it'll be more of looks, I guess, comfort if we want. I'm building this big ass fireplace outside, mm-hmm. all contained, all closed in, insulated with just a stack, and then I'm gonna run duct work off of it, and I'm gonna pipe it into the floor of my house. Oh. So I'll have a thermostat inside. Yeah. And when it gets to a certain temperature, it'll kick a blower on and blow it'll that suck air. all that hot air and just blow it through the house. Yeah. And that way you can go cut a, a pine tree down and throw full blocks. That's or close the door and it'll stay lit for days. Well, ladies and gentlemen, wow. we have gone into cooking in outdoors we've gone into heating in and outdoors we've talked about <laughs> dwellings we've kind of mixed it all up but i think it's time to go load up and head to i think we go feel some biscuits or something. Yeah, i'm hungry but if you just want good conversation if you want to learn how to cook if you want to cook outside if you just want to be entertained hell he's live every sunday on tiktok it is cooking with cajun 555 on youtube yep and instagram yeah everything will be cooking with cajun the YouTube, the only thing that they they attach my uh-huh. five five behind. And he's got some stuff coming. I think we're gonna do some collabs together. We're gonna have some merch come out. We're gonna yep. do that stuff. We're all gonna be at Mud Nats March fifteenth yep. through nineteenth at uh, Burtville, Texas, at yep. Sabine ATV Park. So y'all come hang out with us for that. But for the boss and for Nacho, this is Cheeto. For Audrey Kikuku with a Cajun and his wife, thank y'all for coming. And that'll wrap this one up. That'll be it. Thank you.